What's up, everybody? Welcome to San Diego Prep Insider, where we get shows started kind of on the run. Um, it's been weird getting back kind of in the rhythm of things after a pandemic off season. So, you hey, you said that with like a really cool cadence, speaking of rhythm, like you were like, yeah, I'm self auditioning to do the new intro to the show. Um, <laughs> uh, the last music critic we had on the show uh, was uh, Bodie De Silva. Um, judging raps last year so Bodie, <laughs> just uh, dusting off your music critic skills uh one to ten how does that kind of an attempt go for our, our show intro i thought it was it was definitely up there maybe a 7.5 oh wow good grief you have uh developed very poor taste <laughs> during this pandemic um christian Pedersen, Bodie de silver from scorebook live he's here on behalf of uh, the official content provider of the entire state, but we only care about him because he cares about us here in the San Diego section. Tommy Morris is also in here in studio with us. Tommy, how you doing, man? I will be very undistracted today because we are using the, the beautiful studio for Zoom uh, to bring in a guest as opposed to me just playing video games on it. So yeah, we're going to be focused today. Everything is a step in the right direction. On the other end of this Zoom, allegedly in a minute or two, will be Noah Laxina as well as a special guest, Daniel Stokes. He is a... Fan favorite. Two-time CIF champion? One-time CIF? I forget how many CIF. I think it was just one football title his four years, but it was CIF and state that year. My memory fails me in, in my older years. Arguably um, made one of the best plays in San Diego High School football history. Uh, I could argue that. Yes. Do we put that on the poll? Is the Daniel Stokes catch one of the top five plays in San Diego High School sports we, history? If we do, we got to find the video. Wait, can you do a poll on a video? You can't, can no, you? You can't not. post any other That's media. That's ridiculous. That, that's did you just burp in the middle no, of saying I, the word ridiculous no i had a little bit of phlegm there um fair enough yeah sorry uh i had a jamba juice before this so i got a little bit a little bit came back up there but no it's Deal. i think it is given the circumstance the the weirdness of the game speaking of weird times we're living in it was like a re this it was like a replay or whatever of the yeah, what, they game. Came back monday it was all of it was odd yeah, yeah. it was just it, the, the the all the circumstances it just was it was a crazy game to even like play it. And then it was even crazier that it ended like that. It was, I think it was a Monday game because they can't yeah. play on Sundays. Yeah. So I had to play a Monday game. That is just awesome. I don't know. I, it was a, cr it was a crazy weekend in general because that was the weekend that, um, like almost every game got canceled. But With the lightning, no, it correct? wasn't every game got canceled though, because it was, it was, it was like the South Bay decided to go ahead and play the, on Saturday morning. Tory Pines and Scripps, or Tory Pines and San Marcos. If I remember correctly, San Marcos was up on Tory at the half. Correct. I think ten nothing, maybe. And that's when they decided to cancel the game. Yeah, not ended as a Scripps, or a, I don't know why I keep saying Scripps. Um, as a San Marcos win, they just decided outright. Was game's that not was that league wide that they decided? I, I'm trying to think. I want to say so. Yes. I think El Camino and um, La Jolla and UC finished their game. There, it, it was crazy. Yeah, the it, whole day was crazy. There well, was, and, and some teams were past the half, so they decided to just go ahead and just count it. and count it. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine like back then we thought like that's the craziest thing we'd ever <laughs> see as part of scheduling like contingencies? Yeah, and disappointed stuff. to just <laughs> miss maybe one week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, interesting thing that you say there as we wait for uh, Noah and uh, Stokes to join us. A lot of people are, are saying, oh, like sacrifice time, abbreviated schedule, all this is going to be happening this year. But CIF made the moves that they did so that the season wouldn't, like hypothetically, we will get a normal season in January. Uh, are you saying that even if it happens 
normal time, normal schedule, and no COVID interruptions, that this will still be a, a weird season, an asteroid yes. season or whatever. No, no, no. I'm not going to last season. It'll be weird in general because I'm sure there'll be some sort of restrictions as far as fans are concerned and restrictions as far as practice, like how, how close you can be in, with each other. There'll be extra sideline space, I'm assuming. There, I, see, I saw in some states, I think in Colorado, they're going to cap the amount of kids you can have on the team at 50. So in the past where it was like, you know, they, they don't, law schools don't want to cut, they'll, they'll have extra kids come up and just stand on the sidelines. You're not going to see that anymore. So it, it is going to be different no matter what. Yeah, yeah. as we get closer, I'll be interested. We've seen CIF put out their plan for a schedule, but will it be statewide, section by section, uh, district by district on what type of regulations are put in, like you were just talking about, Will, limits on fans? And uh, I've seen some of the other states that we've been covering at Scorebook Live, which I think is a good idea anyways, is only pre-selling tickets, um, so you don't need people waiting in line prior to the game. You get it on your phone. Maybe if you can put four and the family checks in, you just scan a phone. It's just little things like that, I think, are what makes sense, and, and we'll see as we get closer. And, again, fingers crossed, there have been no outbreaks at football games so far. So that is a great yeah. sign. It means that this can be done safely. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get into that kind of okay. stuff because no matter what, that turns into politics <laughs> yes. and angles on it. And, and our angles and our politics here are high school sports matter. We want them to happen because we – enjoy it making our job somewhat easier for it to happen but we are the voice of whatever is going on at that time for the student athlete so right now we have to talk about other stuff that's the off season then we talk about the on season i, I hate getting into the hypotheticals of what could or could not right. happen in something where we have no precedent i'll talk hypotheticals of schedule talk i'll talk hypotheticals of of uh, of you know zone defenses versus a three-point shooter but hypotheticals of uh, of Anthony Laxina joining us in the middle of a show are, are very high. Uh, that, that's a real thing. Now, Bodie, or um, Anthony, uh, sorry, seeing the word. Anthony, can you hear us? He is connecting with audio and cannot hear us yet. Um, so I will, uh, I will put it on the, sh- on the poll at SD Prep Insider as there he is. Anthony. Oh, he's got the gamer headset on and everything. No, you, no, you have a gaming chair. Noah, we cannot hear you yet. Oh, man. Get a good look going, though. I don't have a gaming chair. Noah's dropping into the gulag, if I'm using that term correct right there. Um, it's over my head. Noah, get your audio fixed out, man. I mean, he's got to be a Zoom aficionado at this point, right? So we're going to put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider. Is the Mr. Stokes five catch one of the top five, top 10? What are we doing? We'll do five. I would say top I mean, three. Let's do top three, top three. It's definitely one of the most memorable um, in the years I've been covering. Noah, this is brutal, man. Get your audio figured out. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, do we have... It shouldn't. There shouldn't be one. It's great radio. So, last couple of weeks, uh, while we're filibustering, waiting for these guys to talk, we've been talking a lot about commitments happening. But we're gonna hopefully get Stokes on to join us about, you know, some advice for the other students because I think a lot of people path, have the path of going down the junior college route, the JUCO as it is referred to, we see it. You know, 
somewhat glamorized or, or fictionalized a little bit on, um, on, uh, yeah, we can't hear you still Noah. Um, Hey, you switched accounts. Um, we see it somewhat fictionalized and glamorized a little bit, I think on, on some of those shows and it isn't always that, but it, it is potentially something that can be very impactful and help people get to life changing circumstances you just yep. got to know some of the truths behind it so stokes is uh gonna take a little bit of time out of his day um and okay. i i'm gonna laugh when he gets his audio figured out um before stokes, hey, stokes. Unmute it. hey noah, can you hear me we can't hear you noah really oh wait hold on hold on hold on oh, pump your brakes now is it because you didn't have the volume up now noah come on now yeah yeah. There we go. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. This goes back to the conversation that I was having before the show with you of it would be nice to have a producer that doesn't make these mistakes because they're solely focused on this. Well, Noah, I was thinking, like, I'm pretty sure that one's supposed to turn up, but oh, whatever. Hey, Stokes, is that a Laker jersey you have on over there? <laughs> yes, sir. LeBron James. You know yes, sir. <laughs> Let's game. Go. That's why he's my, it's game day, baby. <laughs> It's game day, bro. Laker Nation, stand yeah, up. How mad are you guys going to be when How mad are you guys going to be when the Heat beat them in the finals? Yeah, that was. Bad. We're not talking about that. I can't believe he yeah. just said that. Yeah, that was. Bad. I can't believe he just said that. He sounded like a hater. He sounded like a hater to me. Oh, full on yeah. hater. <laughs> okay, okay, so so a big one. Daniel Stokes, thank you very much for joining us. It is good to see you. Um, before we go any further. Uh, Please remind us what year you graduated. You have you graduated 2018, is that correct? 2019. 2019. Okay, so you have been one year removed. You spent one season at Saddleback College. You would be having your second one uh, right now if life was normal. Uh, yes, you are a CIF champion and state champion in football. You played basketball and track also, correct? <laughs> How'd you guys know I played basketball? We know everything. Dude, I said Oh, it's the show. It's part of the show, man. We know. We know everything. A little bit. I used to get a little jiggy on the court. (laughs) Put that on the pole. Please put on the pole. Do you remember when Stokes used to get jiggy on the court? That's a great pole right there. Okay. We've already got one Daniel Stokes pole out there, and it's is is his catch and Noah, you can help us on that. Is his catch against Saints? One of the top five plays in in San Diego high school football history. Whoa! I think it might be. I it definitely for the play of his gen of our generation, like of our generation of high school football. Yes, for sure. Stokes is top, is top five too disrespectful. Do we need to go like top? <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I I I I say top five is is reasonable. I know like there's probably been like other plays or other catches that have like that's bigger than mine so i'm just even if it's not like one of the considered top five I, it was it's a, a, a honor to even be considered in that Ooh, what a hey, what a humble kid what a humble kid i'm yeah. sure coach jackson is watching right now going yeah i coached him right um so okay so stokes you you went on you played football at saddleback you had you had some offers you had not necessarily what you were looking for what you wanted and you decided to go the junior college route so right. i think what we'd like to have you on to do is just sort of educate people out there who are, might be kind of in your position, might not have the money to pay for college. They want to go to a different, they want to get a different, whatever it is type opportunity, give them some of the realities of what that junior college path is like, what the decision, you know, did, do you regret it? Do you enjoy it? 
what should people look out for? Just kind of educate us on what we might need to know or what student athletes should know. Um, uh, a senior year, like after football season, just like coming into making that decision, I had um, right after the Grossmont game, I had a huge game and we lost. And that one kind of like take a, um, took a toll on me because that was the last game that I'd ever played in high school. I had got an Air Force offer the next day. And um, I had two offers prior to that. I had Columbia my junior year, but they bailed on me. I think the receiver coach had got fired and then I just never heard back from them. I had got a D2 offer in, um, from uh, C in CX Falls from St. Augustine University. And then I don't know what happened with that. Um, Air Force offered me after uh, the first playoff game after we lost. And then after that, it was just real silent. Like the recruitment was small and I was just, it would just be days like I would just sit. And I'm just like, bro, like when is you feel me? Like when am I going to get that call? Like when is someone going to come and get me? Like I know, like I just went crazy and and you know it was just it took me a lot of time to really have patience and just really sit. And I'm just like, mom, like, am I doing something wrong? And it was just it just wasn't sitting right with me. So like towards the end, I'm just like, you know what? I was talking to some older dudes, like guys that I had knew, and they were just like, yeah, man, the junior college route was you feel me was the best thing for me. And junior college is mainly for people who either like people like myself who didn't have the offers that they wanted in high school and wanted to just go and set themselves up in the future which is what I took from it and there's people that either come back that stop ball for a while and walk back into junior college and want to open their life back up but for me to take that decision it was really hard because all of my friends are like all of the people that I played with since youth are all at D1 college and then it just took a toll on me. And I'm just like, now I'm like, I'm just like the one lost in the shuffle because, you know, I got to go to junior college route and no one really knows anything about that. I didn't really know much about it walking into it myself. And I was just like, you know what, it's a challenge that I'm going to have to, that I have to be willing to take. And then as time grew on, I was just like, you know what, like, I'm really going to do this. And I think I can, like, I'm going to go in and do what I can and just, and just do what I've been doing my whole life, which is playing, being the, the, the football player that I am and just hopefully just waiting for the next opportunity that I get. Well, you said that there was some stuff you didn't know about the junior college route until you walked into it. What, what were some of those things? What were the, the first things that you noticed that you didn't really expect? Um, what I didn't really expect about the junior college route was just like, um, was just like the atmosphere, you know, playing in, playing in high school and like, like even since you playing with dudes around your age like your whole life like just playing around a bunch of dudes like my age and, and high school playing around dudes that are somewhere either a year difference or you feel me whatever from your age and then going into junior college I'm walking in I'm 18 I'm 18 one of the youngest guys on the team it's dudes in their 20s like damn near 30s like 26 <laughs> 28 and I'm just like I'm like like bro you're a whole like decade older than me like I'm just looking I'm just like bro these dudes are like I'm like the little dog now and it just like it kind of humbles you a little bit you know because like in high school like I'm not going to lie like I, I knew I was one of those guys on the team like people knew like they knew me for football like they knew I was good a lot of people knew I was good and then walking into junior college it's just like none of that matters anymore like these like these older guys don't care about any of that none of that matters when you when you walk into the junior college because this dude's like we had dudes coming back from the military and dudes that were just just coming back like there's dudes with kids like playing football and I'm just like like bro I've never seen like this seen anything like this before like it was just it was new to me I wasn't so, ready for that so then you would to, to anybody out there that doesn't know somebody that went through it 
and might say, oh, Juco just sounds like it's two or three steps below D1. You still feel like you're a better football player after one season. Like you feel like it was a significant jump in the talent level, right? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely feel like it was, a, um, it was a big jump for me because coming in, like I didn't really know, like, because usually like at Madison, like we had like the little, we had like the little wristband on our wrist and Coach Jackson will call a color and a number and then boom, we could call them a play and we already knew what it is. As Saddleback, it's kind of like, it's not the same. Like we got a lot of hand signals and there was just kind of a lot for me to get used to. So learning that, taking time to really, um, taking time to really get used to the, um, the playbook and really trying to get, build a bond with my new teammates after playing with the same guys I've been playing with since middle school. Mm. So it was kind of, it was kind of something new to get used to. And from last year to where I am now, I don't, I don't think I'm the same player. I think I've, I've, I think I've gotten a lot, of, a lot quicker. My routes have gotten a lot better. So we'll just see when. The, uh, is some of the change, is some, hold on just a second. No, you can jump after this, but is some of the change mental also, do you feel like your toughness had to grow up a lot quicker than maybe it would have yeah, if you were at like a D2 I, school where they'd baby you a little bit? Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely do think I've, I've built a lot of mental toughness from high school. In high school, I used to lot. Of, I used to let a lot of things get to me easily. That were really like it wouldn't. I wouldn't let it get to affect my game, but it would be to the point where like you could see like something's bothering me now. Going through the whole the, my first year of JUCO and the things that I went through, um, I definitely can say I built some a lot of mental toughness because now if something happens, I could just you know what, it, it that was supposed to happen for a reason. It's just it's up to me on how I want to react to it and how I bounce back mm. from it, and it's just how. How I see it, and from the situation that I'm in. Noah, so, go ahead. So when you're in high school and you're playing for your high school team, right? Everybody has the same goal. We want to win a championship, and I feel like it's pretty easy to buy in because you're all united right. over trying to win a CIF championship. When you're right. in JUCO, I feel like the circumstances may be a little different because I feel like a lot of people's first priority is I need to get out, right? How do you guys still have that connectivity as a team in JUCO? Like, was it any different building that bond in JUCO and getting your team to be playing for one another uh, um, rather than in high school? Um, I'd say, I'd say it's typically, it's kind of the same because, yeah, like that was the same mentality I went in because coming out of high school, I'm an NCAA qualifier. I did not really understanding like the process of JUCO, how it goes and whatever in high school, like you said, yeah, we're all trying to fight a championship if we win a championship and then you feel me more people, more colleges, more college opportunities are going to open up. Like for us, mm -hmm. when we won, like saying like when we won state my sophomore year, winning that a lot of more colleges started popping up and stuff like that. But then going into Juco being around the different guys and I'm walking in, like, I don't really know these guys like that. Like these are guys I've never seen before. Um, after playing with dudes, I've been playing since middle school walking in. I'm just like, you know what? I need to get what I need to do what I need to do individually to be able to get where I want to be because no one because none of them on the team can do it for me but as I started to realize you know like at the same time like football's end of like it's a team sport but at the same time Facts. everyone has to every everyone has to do their part in in order for it to be a team sport like if I don't do my part if I don't make a right block or if I don't catch the ball then I'm letting not only myself down I'm letting the team down because I didn't do what I was supposed to do well I got to talk so, about you one of your former teammates, so not to cut you off there, sorry. Um, Juco got glamorized a lot with Last Chance U. One of your former teammates, Sorrell Carter, was in <laughs> Last Chance U. Yes, so how pumped up did you guys no, get? And, and no, 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 no. He, That's a deviant. Do you count Sorrell as having been in Last Chance U? They said his name. They, 
this consideration, he was in there. So all right, all right, fair, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, but he's on the tape. A, did you get a little fired up watching that? I really did because, like, I seen him. I seen him posted on his story, like, because they had beat Laney that game, right? Like, they had. I don't know what was the score was, but I know he beat him. I always like we always stayed in touch during the season, and I seen it. And I was like, I seen him post it, and I was like, I was like, bro, you're on last chance you. And he was like, yeah, bro. And I waited. I just skipped to like that episode, so I just kept watching it through, kept watching it through, and I was like, dang, they really got my boy on here. That's crazy. Can <laughs> I just jump in with a with a uh, a side note about Terrell? Yes. That man. I mean, first off, Stokes, that whole team that you had with Buck and Terrell and Young Keenan and all of you guys, it was it was unbelievable. Oh, it was Samson and uh, everybody. Like that team was crazy, but. Of your historic comeback in the CIF championship against Saints, mm, the right. best of all the post-game sound bites was Terrell hugging Coach Nears being like, man, I was slacking a little bit. I'll admit, <laughs> I was not trying in the first half. And then well, I got to go a little bit at halftime. And then I was like, look, we got to win this game. And I'm just like right. – I'm like, honest I, in the first half, I'm not going to lie. No, but I, I, I have never had a player openly admit, you know what, man? I was just not necessarily trying my hardest, and I, I was a little bit behind the ball in a preseason game, let alone to admit to that in a championship game. I was like, oh, gosh. That man this is the most himself. Insane, yeah, this is the most insane right. group of people of all time. Uh, Stokes, I really appreciate you coming on, on with us right now. Um, are we delaying you from getting your haircut? Nope. Yes. Maybe. All right. Perfect. Adios, Daniel Stokes. Um, Is he there still? No, you can still hear us. Yeah, I can hear you good. All right, deal. Um, yes, sir. If Stokes comes back, we will say goodbye to him, which will be an, I, that's an awkward return. Um, yeah, all you need is a formal good. You need a formal goodbye. To that's like when that. you say goodbye to someone. Wait, and both you, guys are screen, you guys are. You guys' screen is black right now. I can't. Okay, see you. but oh, you okay. can hear us though, Stokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can right, hear perfect. you guys for sure. Look, I want to just say thank you so much for being – oh, hey, he's back. All right. Uh, dude, thank you so much for being on with us, man. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys letting me on. It's we want to while. We want to follow up, though, with you in, in the next couple of months as things are going. As of right now, no, no decision, though, yet made on college where we'll see you in the long term. All right, deal. When you do make that decision – we want to we want to be like the first people to uh, to be repping this. Oh okay. yeah, for sure. I, I already told I already told my boy already that um that I'll I'll definitely keep in touch with you guys and Yield. I look forward to uh, letting you guys know where uh, where things go because you guys have been there for me. You guys have been there with me since high school, so I'll never Yield. forget about you guys. Yes, right. sir. Really appreciate it, Daniel Stokes. Follow him at Mr. Stokes underscore five, the owner of one of the top five plays in San Diego CIF section history, and, regardless and, of the sport. Better than anything. And, Hey, Noah, you remember when I was trying to get a thousand followers? Now I got it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do the Zoom reaction? You do the, let me see. How do you oh, do dude. That? Oh, no, no, no. The new new push. New, uh, uh, this will be our goodbye, Stokes, is let's get hashtag Stokes 25K or 2,500. Oh, 25K. Yeah, so if, if it, Stokes, we'll get you to 2,500. That'll be our next goal. And then we'll have you back on. Deal? Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, <laughs> All righty, later, work. man. All right, later. Have a good one, man. All right. You guys, too. Noah, stick around for a second. Oh, um, of course, of course. I'm here. Okay, so here. Noah, while well, we got you here for a few minutes, Bodie, while well, we got you here, guys, we're still, we're still a couple months out. So, like, there's not necessarily any sports to talk about. There wasn't any major commitments this we're week. We're through one lead. 
Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers like, blew a 3-1 lead. I'm my sorry. Favorite, well, my, my favorite so, thing about I, NBA playoffs is just watching Noah's tweets because, like, they don't reference necessarily what he's talking about, but I know exactly what he's talking about. And, like, it'll be like, like I've been hearing all this, like, since the beginning of the year. I know exactly what he's talking about. So this <laughs> brought me to something that I would like to discuss just to be our time filler as we close out the segment, unless you guys have any pressing CIF business that we need to get to. Um, what would you think of certain sports like basketball adopting a best of three for a CIF championship? Mm. Uh, it takes too long. It does. Not take- the whole playoffs. I feel like the playoffs is a bracket. And especially there, because, but if you think about it like this, like there, there are certain seasons where the next season has to start right away. So there's a lot three of basketball especially- games can happen in four days. You can do okay. I, I then just go do the baseball round, do double elimination for basketball. Okay, the basketball I don't think needs it. Baseball is the one where baseball with would be them dope. being double elimination throughout. I would like to see the championship be a best of three mm. because you might have a team that's gone without a loss all the way to the final, playing a team that has a loss, and then let me throw out one but game. Then, but then you lose. The, the reason why I don't think you can do this is the, the finals is always in like a, like a super awesome venue and you can't do three games there. But let me ask this. Does the premise of home court advantage get interesting in one of those playoffs? If San Ysidro versus Cathedral Catholic or something like that, where it's at opposite ends of the county happen in a best of three, you're guaranteed. And you're playing true home games? You're playing true home but, games but for these championships. if your kid, wouldn't you rather play like it? I don't USC? know. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm genuinely asking. I if think for sure that the players would much rather play at the venue. I mean, the, the job UCSD has done with their new gym is excellent. I think that's a great play. I mean, any of the, yes, the, the three big basketball the, gyms are great. I, UCSD, I, I hope, will be the long-term home, and I think that's a great one. I, I, the one I would like to see home and home is you could move the semis there. Something like, excuse me, like do a neutral site for the semis. I know the teams would much rather have the the money that way, but find one of the bigger gyms in the county and you do a double header for the semis two, three nights before the okay. championship. That's one that they used to do. I'd love to see that process. I like that. Look, if you have answers or opinions on this, hit us up at SD Prep Center. We'll post this on a couple of our different social medias, but I'm getting a no around the horn is that, the, the, that overall you guys prefer baseball, yes, basketball, no. No, no to all. No to all. Noah? The baseball one is intriguing to me just because maybe your starting pitcher had to throw his arm the day before in the semis or whatever, and now he gets an extra day to rest a little bit. You could see some. You could see him in the, the final game or the third game, second game. So I like the I baseball. I was this wrong. I thought well, this would be something where you guys would genuinely be like, oh, the premise of – you know, I'm just whatever playing, it is, winning a, 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 a title I, in front of their home I'm, crowd. I'm just myself in like an 18-year-old shoes, and I think the coolest thing that I got to do, this wasn't even in the finals, but there was like a charity thing. Like, you know, they have them at Petco for baseball. They used to have them at Tony Gwynn Stadium, and I didn't even play because I was like a freshman, but I got to like sit on the bench, and that was the coolest thing ever. I didn't even play. So I think earning the right to play one of those venues is a bigger deal to me than getting to play three games. I don't know. Yeah, to Tommy's point, I'd love to see baseball be best of three, but are you going to be able to get Fowler Field for three days or are you going to mix in a double header? How are you going to do that? So I, I think you, playing at the bigger facility is more important. Yeah. Fair enough. I was dramatically <laughs> wrong on that. Maybe I just have bubble game fatigue and I'm tired hey. of watching these games happening in neutral sites. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's a lot different. Like, for example, in – I like being able to play a game 
our school being able to all come transfer to uh like all go to a neutral state and all show out that neutral made a much of a deal to them than having a home game if that makes sense like them being able oh we're all taking a bus at southwestern like i don't know the vibe is just different for kids they just that's just how i'm thinking Damn, I don't, I don't enjoy Noah throwing out the kids aspect of that sentence because that makes me feel like I don't understand our fan base and I apologize for that <laughs> old man. Um, but hey, that's a perfect note to end on. Uh, the, 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 the usual time when I make a fool out of myself anyways about when we should call one of these shows. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I'm Christian Pedersen, the one on Zoom in his gamer chair right now. He's Noah Lax. Noah, thank you so much for being on with us. Tommy Morris is here, sleeveless. Bodie it's Silva, too hot today to wear sleeves. Bodie Silva should. Uh, <laughs> no, Bro, not right? Sleeves. I'm not wearing sleeves either. See? It is way too hot. See? We'll put it, uh, we're putting sleeves, yes or no, on the Twitter poll. Not, not today. Um, it was like 86 when I got here. Anything over 80, you can't wear sleeves. Fair enough. Um, Bodie DeSilva is here on behalf of Scorebook Live. I don't think Bodie owns any sleeveless shirts. Yeah, I mean, maybe some jerseys. <laughs> but I would assume that you're the kind of guy that wears the jersey over a shirt. I mean, yeah, unless I'm playing, but those days are long over. Deal. Fair enough. Uh, hey, I own no qualms to that. I, 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 I don't have much to show off in terms of the pigment uh, category either. I reflect light more than I absorb it. Um, right, wait, can I do one last question before, Please, before sign off? It's to Noah. Um, nuggets in six or five? Did you? Is this recorded? <laughs> yes. <we are> still <laughs> on. Okay. Four. Okay. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Noah, 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 Noah. Just, just count, so, like count down to your answer, and then I'll stop the recording right as you're going to give your answer, um, so that you don't have to be on cursing at Tommy. I three, two, one. Later, folks. Lakers in. Six.